Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to today's program. It's going to be a blessing for you. This is Bobby. Melinda. And our guests, introduce yourselves. Freddie Williams. Annie McCoy. And this is going to be particularly interesting to you that are watching, that are with us, or if you know someone that's recently been with us. Uh, <clears throat> Freddie and Annie are both with us. And tell us how, how long you've been a widow. Uh, I've been a widow since December of 2020. And I've been a widow since November of 2018. Well, it's a difficult time. But Christ. Yeah, but God. But Christ. <laughs> yes. Yes. He can, he can yes. help you through it. Melinda? You just dive on in there. You got some good scriptures. I know that they yeah, need to I, I, want, I would like to share a few scriptures with the body of Christ today because we were just all sharing before the program actually came on. And, and you know, it's just amazing you don't hear this ministered on. I mean, of all the times I've ever been in church, I don't think I've ever heard anybody minister on it. But yet it's a very, very dear to the heart of God, as you're going to see as we read these scriptures. So the first one that I want to read it's found in James 1, 27, and it says, The Christian who is pure and without fault from God, the Father's point of view, is one who takes care of widows and orphans and who remains true to the Lord, not soiled and dirtied by the contacts with the world. Another scripture, and this is uh, found in 1 Timothy 5, verses 3 through 8. This gives specific instructions to what we're supposed to be doing for widows. It says, always treat with great consideration and give aid to those who are truly widowed, solitary and without support. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, see to it that these are first made to understand that it is their religious duty to defray. Let me tell you what defray means. Provide money to pay a cost or expense. Their natural obligation to those at home and make Return to their parents and grandparents for all the care by contributing to their maintenance. For this is acceptable in the sight of God. The church should care for widows who are poor and alone in the world. If they are looking to God for his help and spending much time in prayer, but not if they are spending time running around gossiping, seeking only pleasure, and thus ruining their own souls. This should be your church rule so that Christians will know what to do and what is right. But anyone who will not care for his own relatives when they need help, especially those living in their own family, has no right to say that he is a Christian. Such a person is worse than a heathen. That's pretty strong. Wow. Wow. This is strong stuff. It, I'm just telling you, this is very serious Uh to God's heart, in God's heart. James 5, 16 says, Let me remind you again that a widow's relatives must take care of her uh, and not leave this to the church to do. 
Then the church can spend its money for the care of widows who are all alone and have nowhere else to turn. Okay? Isaiah 6, uh, 1, 16-17. It says, Oh, wash yourselves. Be clean. Let me no longer see you doing all these wicked things. Quit your evil ways. Learn to do good, to be fair and help the poor, the fatherless, and the widows. Isaiah 54, 4 and 5. Fear not. We will no longer live in shame. The shame of your youth and the sorrows of your widowhood will be remembered no more. For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. He is your redeemer. He's the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth. Proverbs 15.25 says, The Lord destroys the possessions of the proud, but he cares for the widows. Deuteronomy 27.19 Cursed is he who is unjust to the foreigner, the orphan, and the widow. And all the people shall say, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Deuteronomy 10.18 He gives justice to the fatherless and widows. Well, you know, if you get into some type of legal battle and legal uh, uh, issues, he said he'll give justice to you. He loves the foreigners and he gives them food and clothing. And then the last scripture that I want to share is found in Job 29, 13. And it says, I help those without hope. They bless me and I cause the widow's heart to sing for joy. And I'm telling you, it delights God. It delights him when we do something to bless the widows and cause their heart to sing because it causes God's heart to sing because that's just how dear the widows are and the orphans. We're not going into the orphans. We're really tuning into the widows today. And the word has a lot to say about it. Yes, it does. Amen. Specific instructions. That. Yes. That is great. So. We're falling down, church. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing, let's just be honest, we're not doing what the Word is telling. Now, there may be some of you churches out there that are really ministering to the widows, but you know, on the whole, I don't know of too many that are. This should not be. A lot of times we sit back and wait for somebody else to do something. It's easy to say, well, we'll pray for you, bless your heart. But what are you going to do besides pray? The Word says to love not just only with words, but actions and deeds. Amen. So this is, this is something that all of us are called to. Not just a few. If you're a Christian, you're called to this. So uh, let's talk to our guests here and let them share a little bit about life since their husbands left. Uh, have you found that the Lord was a help, been a helpmate to you? Uh, yes. Uh, as, as I was listening to what was being said, I was thinking about some of the challenges that I have run into. And fortunately, my husband was con had some preparation for me that and I would say to any of you out there listening who are not widows or if it's men or whoever, uh, think ahead, prepare, prepare. Yes, yes. Uh, he had, well, for example, if you have insurance, he had that in a file and 
and the social security information in a file and it was just uh, you know it was easy to find probably the, my biggest complaint uh, that if i saw my husband today i would say but where were all the the uh, passwords <laughs> because yeah, all of a sudden i found myself in a maze of internet stuff that I had to do and I was trying to figure out the passwords. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing to consider. Uh, so, you know, uh, th think ahead, prepare, uh, you know, just preparation to me, it was important and, and having it in a concise place. But yes, uh, when it comes to the things that men normally do, such as uh, the heavier yard work or the uh, you know, when something on the car needs, like for example, putting in the uh, the wiper fluid of your car. See, I've never done that. So you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, I wonder where you where you do that. You know, where on the car do you do that? It's just having men in the in the church that you feel free to go and ask these questions, or if the men uh, in the church or the women would come, you know, will come and ask, how can we? What are your needs? Okay, but Freddie, you just made a comment earlier too. Is that sometimes we people let pride stand in their way? That's right. Bring that out. That's right. And encourage people in that. It's so easy when somebody says, "Well, how are you doing?" It's so easy to say, "Oh, I'm doing well. I'm fine," you know, and just kind of dismiss it because you don't you don't want to expose yourself. Perhaps you know you don't, and uh, and it. I think it's just. An example comes to me, and this has nothing to do necessarily with the question you're asking, but uh, one Sunday morning I walked into the church and the pastor said, oh, Terry, that was my husband's name. And he, rather than calling my name, he, he you know, he didn't intend to do right, that. exactly. And when he said that, it's, it's like tears just started flowing. And of course, he felt badly, you know, and he gave me a hug and et cetera. And that's okay. That's, uh, you know, be willing, men, be willing to, uh, you know, put an arm around and just kind of pat a woman, a widow on the back or, you know, just uh, be a brother. Be a, be a brother. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not about romance or anything like that. It's just about being caring. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Annie, uh, you've been a widow longer than Freddie's. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell me, have you felt and seen God intervening for you since your husband passed? Oh, yes. It's like um, I've just felt his comfort. That was me the whole time. And it's strange in some ways, but because I knew... I know where my husband is. There's also a joy, and uh, because I mean, the day before he passed away, he said, "Well, you know, I'm not going to die." And I said, "Yeah, I know you're not going to die. You believe? I believe the Lord. I believe God's word says that you will live and not die." And so the next day when he did pass away, I was questioning the Lord. I said, "Well, what was that about?" And um, as time has gone on, the Lord's let me know, see. You know, of course, uh, we all know this, but to really have it, you know, know it in your north that um, he's more alive than I am. Yes. He's more alive than you are, you know, and because that is a life without this body of 
of death, you know, right. that we are walking around in. But what's well, so, some of your challenges as oh, since he's passed away? Yeah, the the yard. Yeah. Um, I oh my gosh, I had eight trees taken down, and the crane fell into my septic tank and broke the septic tank. Oh, <laughs> oh. And so the the man talking about a legal battle. The man said, "I'll fix it," and he also told me he would fix the yard because the crane just tore my yard up. He he said, "Oh, Miss McCoy, don't worry, we'll we'll fix it, and you know we'll do this da 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 da." And um, they so uh, he gave me the name of all the people to do it, and I had him do it, and I sent him the balance of what was left. Well, now he's coming back at me for the whole amount, even for the septic tank and everything. So, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> I think sometimes uh, a widow or a woman alone, um, people think that they can take, take advantage. advantage. Yeah. Well, I will say this, something I've learned, I'm not a widow oh, right now, mm-hmm. but I will say this, people will tell you stuff. I've learned, say right that moment, let me go get some write paper. It down. I want you to write it just <laughs> yeah. down what yeah. you're saying you're going right. to do. Yeah. Get, I'll always, ladies, well, remember, I, we right. need to that's, get it in writing. Well, I oh, have yes. it, and oh, yes. I have it, um, the emails where he sent Good. me well, the names of all these companies. Yes. In essence, you're saying, you know, yeah, go ahead and do this. And mm-hmm. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> I just say don't believe him. Just say, here, go ahead and write this out and sign that, that you're going to do this mm-hmm. because it's one thing to do a job, but then if you've got a problem, if you can't even get them back, you know. Well, he what, wasn't what even there it when it was happening. Yeah. So I yeah. called him on the phone when I saw it happening. And this, when they were tearing my yard up, I called him and he said, oh, we'll take care of it. And so I don't know. Me, I take people at their word, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know, I know, I can't, but I did. <laughs> so, anyway, but I do have some of the. I have a lot of pictures. My neighbors and I, but both, we've probably got a hundred pictures of the yard. I agree with you. It's going to get. <laughs> Thank out. you. Jesus I appreciate Christ. that. Uh, and God I, you know, fights I for the widow. That's right. The <laughs> we just read where he's going to give justice. Amen. I don't want him to suffer. I don't want him and his family to suffer. But mm-hmm. neither can I. You know, no. afford to. That's pay right. for that. That's so, right. Anyway. Well, I got a big question to ask both of you. Um, how do you handle the loneliness? I know that there's got to be times that you just miss your mate so much. Mm, I call Freddie. <laughs> 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 I tell you, she and um, Terry we, were. We didn't realize how close, how many things we believed alive. She and her husband would have been oh my gosh. perfect. And then, but you know, the Lord didn't let us really get to, together that much until mm-hmm. after Rodney passed away. And then we got, we started sharing all these things. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, we right. just believed so much right. alike. So we've really been. She, they, she and Terry both before he passed away were um, just a mm-hmm. wonderful to me and yeah. really comforted me and and, and she's helped. been a good support you know, for me yes. you know, because uh, it's hard for somebody that hasn't walked the path, exactly. this path exactly. to completely understand True. what you know mm-hmm. what exactly. what the path is right now exactly. and so but as far as the loneliness um, mm-hmm. hmm, I stay busy me too stay mm-hmm. busy yeah yeah, yeah. Yard. stay busy and one of the things, one of the things that's kind of neat, and Annie is part of this. I have a brother and sister-in-law who live in Oklahoma, oh, yeah. and we have been studying Revelation through uh, FaceTime. Oh, okay. 
and so and we've pulled Annie into the into it and yeah. so we kind of try to do it once a week you know through right, FaceTime right. and so and just you know they're neighbors that have reached out and uh, but I mean obviously they're and my f child who is mm -hmm. and grandchildren they live in another state so you know, I don't have the benefit of the, them being here a lot, but uh, they're supportive. Though. Yeah, they're they're very supportive. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, that's good. What do y'all think the body of Christ can do to improve ministry to the widows? I, um, in fact, I had talked to um, Catherine Gray, mm -hmm. and you know they're doing a they're they've talked about doing a. Um, what do you call it, where they have everybody's pictures and uh, uh, directory. 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 But if they had something to go along with that, that um, if you had a need, not that you don't want, you won't necessarily want them to do it for free or anything like that, but if you had a need, you'd know that there was somebody in the body that you'd rather give your money to, you know, to, mm -hmm. to help pay them mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. than anybody else that you don't know and then to you there's a trust factor too right. Um, right well I have a suggestion I think that every pastor if you're a pastor you should seek out in your church who is a widow and not just a widow but a widower because you know what that's right maybe they can support themselves but they're still lonely too that's right but you need to seek out these people who are they mm -hmm. you know okay get to know okay have you lost a spouse mm -hmm. and then I think that when you find that out I think that he, they should sit down and, and talk to you and say what can we do to help you know, you through this time. Let, let's come up with some ideas. I mean, maybe people could start some kind of getting together once a month. You know, all yeah. the the widow bowling night, or right? Something. Exactly, something fun to do. <laughs> a dinner, meet at yeah. someone's house. Mm -hmm. uh, go, maybe Play have these progressive like dinners where one time, you know, we're mm -hmm. going to get together at this person's house. And but there's all kinds of creative ideas mm -hmm. that we can come up with so that other people who are in the same boat can connect with one another and minister to one another. You know, years ago when you were part of this Freddie and, and Bobby and Frank were too uh, we had home fellowship groups mm -hmm. okay it wasn't for any specific uh, right. you know group yeah. it was for everybody yeah. but why couldn't you start one for people right. Um, right. that, that have lost you know right. spouses yeah. right. but but that needs to be uh, it needs to be a high importance I think uh, anybody that has a ministry and not just uh, if you have a ministry but if you're out there and you're listening to us today <laughs> just you as an individual seek out the widows and orphans and when you see a need and they're in trouble and they need help you need to go you need to do something for them. you need to ask the Lord mm -hmm. and it, it's just like you know I was sharing about someone who lost their home well it was terrible right. people were on the Facebook saying oh we're praying for you we're praying for you and my husband and I said well everybody's on there saying they're praying for you put he some said, action besides right, right. he goes praying he says praying he said we need to send money we need to send her something to help her and so yeah it, it's good yeah we do need to mm -hmm. possibly give money to some of the widows they might not have any but whatever God leads you to do then then just do it <laughs> we as individuals in the body of Christ but as a whole as a church there's things that I believe they can do to minister to two things for me it's more the physical things that I yes. can't do that I yes. now have to pay someone which right. is dear you know right. I mean yeah. it, it's very expensive some of the things and I mean it's not you know like 
wash uh, pressure washing the house or right. uh, just different things that I cannot do exactly um, but, um, but see sometimes there's people in the church that have those skills mm, right. but if he sat down and talked to each one and even said the pastor of the church said just give me some of the your your top priority needs right now or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. and then people in the church I mean you know the church we used to attend the needs of the body were met oh yes were met yes whatever those needs were yes. people rallied together to That's try right. to fulfill so, and meet those needs so it's not only just it's not only when you have a, 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 a when you're and what I'm going to say, something happens, catastrophe or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just that. It's just just things that you can't do, right. you know, and you need a man, you know, more or less, right. really, if you don't have um, children, you know, to do, to help. But um, also the other thing is that came to mind when you mentioned pastors actually the word says you know pastors are to pastors are to train the body to minister yes so it, you, you, we can't put everything on the pastor's shoulders you know as far as That's right meeting the needs of the body but no he wouldn't be meeting them but he could get the information and organize from them and then say, here, say right. this is what right. we're going to do or, to help right. them. or exactly. delegate someone to exactly. that right. exactly to do yeah. it yeah and i mean the, the, the college kids the, you know the, don't just have to be you know older men or older women or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all it's the body and here's another good thing is that I have heard of groups, uh, you know, with, that have youth pastors and the youth pastors want to begin to train the youth what right. we need to do. You need to grow up wow. helping people mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. outreach. And that's a great outreach if you're out there and you have a youth yes. group or right. a group of young people. Get them, uh, take them over. Find a yard and you see they're a widow and their yard needs to be cut. Take lawnmowers right. of their rake and, right. and, and help them out. It's just, you're going to be blessed beyond measure. That's all I can tell you. Absolutely. Wash the car. Wash the car. Anything, you know, so everybody could at least pick up a telephone and call somebody. (laughs) Right. You know, I think it'd be good to have some kind of prayer chain going to call the widows and widowers. Hey, just checking on you, making sure you're okay. Is there anything I can do for you? Anything particular you want me to pray for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're showing love, you're showing concern and care. Mm -hmm. And that one call may be the only call that person gets that day. Mm, yeah, you know, Bobby. Um, way back, Bobby. I, I don't remember how she came about this, but it was some group you were affiliated with. It. I don't know if it was Meals on Wheels, but she called me and she told me um, that there was this uh, two people, these women. They were by themselves. They were both widows. And anyway, she told me about them, and um, so I took we, a group of us. I'd la- our ladies' group got some food together, and we took it over. And anyway, when I got there, I mean, the situation was sad. One of them was blind. And the other one, I mean, they were elderly. And, of course, the house was just needs help. (laughs) And so we got some people over there, and we we cleaned that house. Mm. And then from then on, I became her friend because, I mean, they were both Christians. And and Miss Ida loved bananas. And she would just squeal like a little child (laughs) if I came in with bananas. You know, I'd say, guess what, Ida, I'm here, and I've got bananas. And her heart would just be, you would thought you come in with a million dollars. It doesn't take a lot. You know what I'm saying? But because Bobby told me about these people, then we were able to minister to those two widows. We mm-hmm. even took them to church and mm-hmm. out to lunch at times. So um, God well, will put people in your path and we need know, to help them. I have to brag on Annie. She visits a widow who is the mother of one of our men, men 
members in the church. <laughs> You've been very faithful about that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be her um, care, uh, not care, yeah, not a kind companion. of companion. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, something else that. Uh, that could be done for the widows is doing some grocery shopping for yeah. some widows yeah. can't get around right, that's very true. well. Mm-hmm. They have physical well. problems and mm-hmm. they can't hold out to park and walk away right. and go through the yeah. store and do all that. Mm-hmm. And, then and plus, and now that we have the COVID in the mix, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, there's a variety of. Things. Little things, you know. Yeah. For different people, they have different needs. That's you know, right. Different widows yeah. have different needs. That's yeah. right. But I, I, I do want to stress, though, if you have a mother or dad and they're widowed, and uh, just listen to me, and you're their children and you're not helping them, shame on you. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, shame on you. You need to be helping your parents. Mm-hmm. Don't get wrapped up with helping everybody at the church but them. And I know because I've got somebody, a friend of mine, where that happened. Well, they would go to the church and help everybody there but wouldn't help their own mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, you're not you're not being obedient to what the Word of God said. And I discourage you. Call your parents and help them. Well, there's mm-hmm. also, and your grandparents. <laughs> well, there's also a promise a promise that goes uh, with yeah. honoring your, your parents. Yes. And yes. Long, yeah. life. long life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And if you know somebody, uh, friends, that is a recent widow and you think they need some ministry, let us know. Let us know. You can contact us. Our address is online. And it's if you want to write us, it's P.O. Box 53, Overcomers, 323-0222. Yeah, I always get that mixed up and confused <laughs> with my home address. But... Uh, you can also just email us. We're century, overcomers at centurylink.net. And this will be on the screen. So uh, just let us know if you know somebody that, that's a widow and may need some ministering too. Right, Melinda? Oh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, real quick, tell us in the times left. I know that you and Ronnie have ministered in the past to some widows. Oh, yeah. Tell um, us an example. Well, one time, um, Ronnie came in and told me that this woman had just lost her husband. I think he was killed in a car accident. Oh. And he he just said such compassion. And it was at Christmas. Hmm. And so I always make these cookies. And it's my grandmother's recipe. And it's this fruitcake cookies. And they're delicious. So I had made some. And, and so he said, I, I want to take some of these cookies over to this woman. And so we just did her little basket and put some things in there. And he went and knocked on the door. And uh, he just said when he handed those to her, she just wept. She just wept. And uh, he kind of did what you said. He just was trying to console her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she said later on that that she told says that meant more to me. You'll just never know what that meant to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when that happens, it's just like God shows up. You That's know? right. Mm-hmm. He has like forgotten shows you. Up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's been other times, you know, just uh, we've, uh, you know, we've heard of uh, what you brought up. Not getting your affairs in order. Uh, I know of widows who've lost their husband and they're not left with a dime. I know one that didn't even have enough money to bury her own husband and her sister had to give up her burial plot so, Mm -hmm. you know, they would have a place to uh, bury him. And uh, to just be left, there's only one thing worse than death, I've been told, and that's being left broke. Mm -hmm. And I know several. 
I know several of them. And so, you know, but it makes the widow's heart sing. I'll add to that. Uh, just a couple of months before Terry passed, uh, we met and uh, we made arrangements for the funeral, you know, for where he would, his body would be put and et cetera. All that was taken care of, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to do anything right. in regard to that. Right. Ladies, we're about out of time. This is Bobby, Melinda, and Frank on the camera, <laughs> and Freddie, and Annie saying, "God loves you." Yes, we're talking to you, and so do we. <laughs> See you next week. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.